Welcome to another edition of the Hammer High School Sports Podcast. I am Jared Jessalitis. Happy holidays to everybody. Our uh, podcast here, it's brought to you by The Athlete, your specialist in team equipment and uniforms since 1978, selling all the high school awards, jackets, and spirit wear. The Athlete also offers game balls, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, soccer, or volleyballs, all the official sizes for your game. The Athlete 2424 Teal Road. I love The Athlete. That's where I get all my Hammer gear at. So uh, go and check them out. And they got a great selection of spirit wear as well. So uh, with the being finals week for most everybody here, the holidays, is actually a little bit hard to track some people down here this week. But uh, we do have a little abbreviated one for you here. Uh, coming up in just a little bit, we'll talk to uh, Central Catholic's new defensive coordinator who has to take that long drive uh, down uh, Teal all the way to Central Catholic from Jeff. Uh, we'll talk with Coach Rodriguez in just a little bit. But I want to tip my toes back into high school girls basketball and would you believe it? We're already halfway through the season with high school girls basketball. And uh, Jane Schott and the uh, girls over at West Lafayette are 11-3 and on the season uh, and uh, looking pretty darn good. Uh, they got an outstanding center, so uh, had a chance to uh, catch up with uh, Coach Schott. Last week, got to talk to Dave Wood out on the West Side, a guy that's been there for you know basically forever. I mean, he's just done such a fantastic job. Uh, it must be something in the water at West Side, or they just—it's just really, really tricky to find somebody. I don't know how it goes over there, but Coach shot the girls over there at West Side has entered her 13th year at the school, 20th overall, and they're having a pretty good season, starting out 11 and three. Coach. Uh, great, uh, great start uh, to your guys' season. I know you had the one early hiccup in the uh, in the hoops classic there against Harrison. That's a it's a quality opponent, but it seems like uh, you guys are taking care of business where you need to take care of business of the, the three losses. I mean, those are three very good teams in Twin Lakes, Benton Central, and uh, in Harrison. So you've got to be pleased with how the season has progressed so far. Yeah, overall, we we knew going in we were going to have to uh, use the first half of the season to get some experience for our guards. And uh, you look at our losses; those are ones that uh, they exposed our inexperience and our lack of depth in that respect. So I think um, we kind of expected it a little bit. Uh, Harrison and, and Benton Central are two great opponents, and Twin Lakes is a is a good team that uh, we were without Amana Day. And so you know when you've got a 20-point, 15-rebound uh, center that you play without, and everybody else is trying to figure out, you know, how to how to handle without her. That was a tough tough loss for us, but that was one that, uh, you know, we'd like to have back. Hopefully we can improve throughout the season so that if we get the chance to play Benton Central again and we will play Harrison again at the end of the season, uh, we'll fare a little better against them. Yeah, you lose a six-one senior like her. She's just she's a double-double machine. I mean, yeah. it must be great as a coach to have that kind of consistency out of a player. That every time you put her on the court, you know what kind of effort and you know what kind of game you're going to get after her. No, for sure. And our kids do a pretty good job of getting her the ball. I'm just real pleased with Elena's progress. I mean, even her whole career, she's gotten better every year. Uh, she plays hard. She's one of those kids that that are diff- difficult to defend because. You know, people will put two and three defenders on her. She's strong enough. She's calm and poised enough. She still she still finishes. She still scores down low. And it is truly a pleasure to watch her work. If you haven't seen her play, Jared, you got to get out and watch because you know people will put uh, somebody in front and somebody in back, and we we shoot a shot and we miss it, and somehow she gets to the ball and gets the rebound. And you're just if you're a defending coach or a opposing player, you got to be like, how did she get that? I mean, she just. She really kind of just uh, is crafty around the basket and uh, does a great job of getting position using her body and just really pleased with her progress. And we're, I'm uh, 
trying to cherish these last few games coaching her because I'm, I know I will sorely miss her after having her at our disposal for the last four years. Just want to need another Amada Day to be scared of because of all the freaky talent that they have over <laughs> there at West Side. It's okay. uh, it, that's that's a nice little family tree going on. But you know, you talk about your inexperience, and of course, you have Elena, who's who's fantastic as a senior. But you know, you got eleven girls uh, listed on your roster. Last time I checked, and with seven of them are underclassmen. So, yeah. uh, how hard is that to kind of uh, overcome that inexperience, especially early on in the season? Yeah, we knew it's been. Uh, I will say some of our wins are ugly wins because of it, Jared. So, as a coach, you're happy to win, but boy, you shake your head saying, "Wow." How do we come out of that one because of that inexperience? You know, our senior starting point guard, Christina Shee, has only played, this is her first year of playing varsity for us. She played JV as a, as a sophomore and then did not play her freshman and, and junior years for academic and, and uh, other reasons. And that's something that, uh, you know, she has really done a great job coming along quickly because we needed her to. So that's helped a lot. And then I've got a lot of freshmen and sophomore guards who are trying to find their way, and uh, they're coachable, great kids. Cindy Martin has done a terrific job of coming on and helping out with the ball handling with us, but also scoring the ball for us And as a freshman. And um, Kylie Rice is a re- returning varsity player for us. She can score the ball, so that's helped a lot um, on the perimeter. And then, uh, and then beyond that, it's kind of been by committee, to be honest with you, Jared, because we've just found a way – um, on any given night, one of those guards can step up and help out Elena, and that's that's really what we need is to get a second or a third scorer to help out with that load. But you are noticing the difference from when you got the girls together at the beginning of the season, started working on practice, to where they're at now, right? Those underclassmen, you are seeing a noticeable uh, progression in, in what you've been asking them to do and what they've been able to execute on the court. Yeah, for sure. The, the, the progression has been, we came out of the gates pretty hot and scored the ball easily because you know no, uh, people didn't double or, or, or guard Elena so closely and it was pretty easy for our guards to get open because of her inside and uh, and then we hit a little bit of a skid because um, people started face guarding Kennedy or they face guarded Kylie or they they guarded you know Christina more closely so then those kids had to figure out okay now what do I do um, they're taking some pressure. You know, Lena takes a lot of pressure off you, but if, if you have to figure out how to how to score or how to handle the ball when somebody's really tightly guarding you. So that's been a progression that's been nice, and there's nothing, you know, you can substitute for experience, and those kids have just had to go through it. Um, like I said earlier, they're coachable, they're, they're hardworking, they're, they're good teammates, they share the ball really well. So all of those positives have resulted in just a, a learning you know, curve that's been pretty pretty great early on, but it's been pretty pretty fun to watch because our kids are doing the right thing. So you guys will have one more game before the holiday break on uh, on Saturday against Frontier. Then you guys essentially got two weeks off, and then all of a sudden you got to go on the road for three games straight, and that first one's Northwestern, and, yeah. and that's a very very good squad. So with the holiday break and everything, and you've got plenty of experience with this. You know the kids yeah. coming out of finals. So how how do you you have to change anything up practice wise with your preparedness because you don't have the games because you you have the yeah. focus on the academics and then of course you you find yourself with a lot of extra free time on top of that to try to keep that. Do you have to do anything different over these next couple of weeks to keep your team prepared? Yeah, I think you know it really suits us pretty well to be honest with you because we have a lot of fall sport athletes. You know, I only had a couple of my varsity kids who didn't who were, were participating in fall workouts, so. When we came all together, our kids were coming off of, you know, deep runs in their tournaments or whatever, and they were they we're ready for a break, to be honest with you. So it, it's good for our kids to get a full week off. Um, we can do that. Don't play over the break. 
And then when we come back, it'll be a time for us to to get that last bit of uh, whatever we want our team to be in. Because you know, when you hit when you hit the ground running with kids coming off fall sports, we really didn't have a chance to get all of our defenses in by what we want to do on offense because we play so many games early on. So I look forward to that week to help us to, um, you know, use it as a week of training camp, to be honest with you. We'll get in shape. We'll um, be able to play some scrimmage games against each other, and I have a practice squad I bring in. Um, some boys in our school come in and play against us, and that's really helpful for us. Challenges us, gets us ready to play teams like Harrison, Benton Central, Northwestern, who can play at a really high level. So, you know, that's what, what we'll be faced with with this break, and I think our kids – you know, we kind of it'll it'll be helpful for us. Young kids that are trying to get through the grind of a basketball season, mm-hmm. you got to you got to take a break, and that's kind of where we are right now. I feel like we're we're squeezing it out of them here at the end, and uh, it'll be nice for them to take a mental and physical break. Yeah, we're just past that halfway part of the season for you guys. So, in the back half, is there a point of emphasis? Is there a uh, something in particular that uh, you are going to start driving home for the uh, run here towards the sectional? Yeah, I think, um, you know, in the back half we play a, a, a heavier schedule, you know, more talented teams that are, are going to be more physical and um, uh, bigger and, and be able to press us a little bit more. Um, I'm concerned about our turnovers. I knew we were going to have a lot, but I'm really, I think that's going to be a focus over our break that we cut down on our turnovers. Um, I'm a little concerned about our rebounding, not necessarily just from Elena, but from the rest of our squad because you know we're we're going to be size wise. Elena is fine, but then everybody else we got some smaller guards, or you know because they're younger, they're maybe not as strong as some of the people we're going to go against. So we're going to have a focus of turn, you know, keeping our turnovers down and rebounding the basketball in the second half. Uh, and then finally, I think that the biggest thing for us is is we've got to be able to to find ways to continue to get the ball uh, to Amana Day and score the ball at a high, efficient rate for everybody else. So hopefully our offense will just continue to grow and uh, mature as we go through the rest of the season. Some really good tests on the back half of the schedule, like we said, with uh, Northwestern. Still got another matchup with Central Catholic. Jeff is in there in January, and, of course, uh, McCutcheon and uh, wrapping up the season Harrison. That's not even including the Hoosier Conference playoffs as well. So still lots of great tests for West Lafayette. And, uh, boy, I tell you, I, 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 like I told you before we got to talking here, I, I could not believe that we're already at this point of the yeah. girls' basketball season. You just look at it like, where did, where did the year go already? Yep, it goes quick. A lot of us play a lot of games early on because if you come back, you basically have January and then the tournament. So um, you gotta, you can't really heavy load it at the back because you don't want your legs to be tired. I want to be fresh going into the tournament. So for us, it's a pretty good schedule. I like playing our tough times late, our tough team, tougher teams later because that makes us, you know, kind of gear, gear up and get ready for going into the tournament. So. It'll be a fun second half. Coach Jane Shot of the West Side Red Devils girls basketball team. Coach, I appreciate you taking some time here before the holiday. Uh, best of luck this weekend, and uh, we'll catch up with you again real soon, okay? Sounds great. Thanks for having me on, Jared. Thanks, Coach. Love talking to Coach Shot, and uh, keep an eye out for those uh, Red Devil ladies because they have a, uh, a heck of a road schedule as soon as they come back from holiday break there. So, you know, Purdue's not the only team looking for a defensive coordinator. Central Catholic was uh, in the business as well after Coach Gooden 
took a job down at Decatur Central. So Coach Nay was uh, in the market for a new D.C., and it seems like he's found one in Coach uh, Andrew Rodriguez, who comes over from Jeff, perhaps the drive uh, just too long in the morning to go to Jeff, so something a bit closer as he heads on over to Central Catholic. First and foremost, Coach, congratulations uh, on the new game. Hey, thank you very much. I appreciate that a lot. So... Uh, Kind of walk me through how this uh, how this all kind of came about. Did you have a, a previous history with uh, Brian Nay? Uh, was this kind of out of the blue? Just kind of kind of talk a little bit about how this whole job change came to fruition for you. Yeah, so Coach uh, Nay talked uh, last year for the first time. Um, I was coaching seventh grade girls basketball at Tecumseh, and it was after a game, and we just kind of ran into each other and and talked for you know fifteen twenty minutes or so, and then. And, you know, we've kind of said hi in, in passing and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, we really didn't really have, um, you know, a, a past, I guess, and, and didn't really know each other. But, um, you, know, he, you know, when all this came about, he kind of just, uh, you know, he, he just asked if I was interested, and I said, yeah. So then, you know, he went through the procedure and, you know, kind of, you know, he talked to Coach Stanley first, obviously, and then, uh, you know, reached out to me, and then we, we handled it, uh, you know, the way it needed to be. But he um, – we just went about the right way. And then, uh, yeah, he just, you know, I thought I was interested and said that him and Coach Gooden um, had been, you know, kind of paying attention to me from afar and that kind of stuff. And, and it just kind of went from there. And it's just kind of crazy how, you know, you just have the bump in meeting there. Usually, I think a lot of times at this level, there's a lot of connections with, hey, you know, th- this guy worked with a coach that I used to work with. And it, it, I don't want to say it's a good old boy type system, but I mean, it seems to be like a lot of times. Uh, when these roles get filled, especially some of the smaller skills, it's a guy that knows a guy. So uh, I just think it's kind of cool that uh, this was these were he was just an admirer of yours and the work that you've been doing. Yeah, and that's he said. You know, he, that's good. I've been watching you from afar, and then, you know, kind of asked around, and um, you know, we, we really liked what you have, you know, relationship with the kids, and and it, and it was kind of a social media thing, you know, um, and they, they said they kind of just paid attention to that and. And, and just you know, kind of ask around, but yeah, it, it's it's pretty cool. I think like that works. Um, you know, I've I've gotten jobs where uh, I, you know I've known somebody, and that's kind of helped you know out. You know, um, obviously, but yeah, this was just one of those things that that happens differently, I suppose. So you know, you, you talked about you had to go in and talk with uh, Coach Shanley, and knowing the guy that uh, I, I think I know that he's uh, probably very very supportive of this, but. At the same time, you know, you, you were part of this uh, team that was trying to help turn this whole program around, get to the sectional championship, and, uh, and move on to a regional over there at Jeff's. So how hard is it to kind of move on from the program and, and, and on to something different? Right, yeah. You know, Coach Shane was very supportive of it. Uh, he, he was, you know, he's had my back since, you know, I came in uh, last year. Um, so it was, it was tough because I knew the direction uh, coming in where, where we wanted to go. Um, at Jeff and, 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 you know, trying to help get there, obviously, uh, have a couple of hiccups here and there, which happens, you know, when you're coaching ball. Um, but, you know, he, he just said, um, you know, congratulations and, you know, best of luck and everything. Um, and, and from where I want to go with my career, I think this is a, a step in the right direction. Um, I was just, you know, the defensive backs coach uh, at Jeff and, and now I'm stepping to a coordinator position. So it's, um, definitely something that's going to be beneficial for me uh, in the long run. But, um, yeah, you know, it's never easy to leave a program and, and, and you know, to tell the kids, you know, that kind of stuff, uh, or even guys on the staff that you build those relationships, um, you know, that you're with every day, you know, especially during the summer and during the season. 
uh, or that you talk to on a daily basis. Uh, have you always wanted to be a coordinator? Has this always been a, a part of the, uh, the the plan? Is this your first uh, brush up with this uh, kind of work? Uh, talk a little bit about how this fits into your career path a bit. Yeah, so I, I was a uh, I coached college football. I was a, I was a defensive backs coach um, at Olivet College in Michigan, um, and then I, I came came to the area. I went to South Newton High School, and I was a defense coordinator for one season. Um, and then I went back to the college game uh, for a year, and then, and then that's when I came back and ended up at Jeff. Um, my first year at Jeff, I was the linebacker coach, uh, and then I moved me back to defensive backs because that was really where my background's at. Um, and, and then, you know, I, I knew that I wanted to be a coordinator again, and that would help me get, you know, move in the direction of, of becoming a head coach down the road. Um, so that's kind of the, the direction I'm headed in is, is, is wanting to be a head coach in the future. Um, and that's kind of a conversation that Coach Nay and I had, uh, you know, right from the get-go is, is you know, <clears throat> coming in into this situation, uh, you know, it's not going to be leaving to become another coordinator somewhere. You know, this is a it's a premier program in the state, and obviously, you know, them just coming off of a state championship, um, you know, that's the direction that we're going to continue to move forward in. So that I think this really helps me out for um, the direction I want to head in. And then I think it's going to be a huge step, you know, especially if we can if we can put a couple couple runs together and, and you know see where things go for you know for the future. Uh, it's going to be a bit of a, a change, I would think. You know, you're going from college to, to six A. That's that's a bit of a change, but you're also moving now from six A to one A. You know, not to knock anything in one A, but there, there's usually a lot less resources at most one A schools. Uh, there's a lot less kids, which means, you know, just, just by the numbers, you're going to have less athletes and just the style of play where I think 6A is a lot more wide open. You don't get as many wide open teams. CC's, you know, one of the few exceptions, I think. So uh, what do you think is going to be the toughest part transitioning from, you know, coaching at a 6A level down to this uh, 1A level? Yeah, so we we talk about personnel and that kind of stuff and, and just, you know, seeing if we'd be able to platoon. And, and you know, there's always going to be those kids that can play both sides of the ball. And, and at the one I level, you know, I played 1A football and coached 1A football. So I understand that. I get it. Um, and, and you know, with the, you know, you see a lot more wing tee at this, at this, uh, at the lower levels and that kind of stuff. So obviously the style of play, you see a lot of spread uh, at 6A, that kind of stuff. But, you know, people say, you know, yes, Lafayette Central Catholic is a 1A school, um, but, you know, they're, they play in a big conference. So they're playing three, four A schools, that kind of stuff. So is it a 1A job? Yes, but it's probably realistically more of a 3A job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If, that makes, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, and, and, you know, and the, 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 it makes it a little bit easier when they make it to the, the playoffs, you know, when we go to the playoffs, because now we're seeing, you know, more 1A teams, but we've we've been going up against, you know, those physical wing T teams that, you know, the Rensselaers and that kind of stuff that are just, you know, want to want to pound the ball, um, you know, and and I think that helps helps them out tremendously. And I think, you know, this year it was really um, really helped them out. Just, you know, kind of watching some of their film and stuff already uh, of being able to see that. So yes, is it a 1A school, but you know, it's really a, you know, three A schedule in, in my eyes. I'm so excited for uh, for you for the for the program uh, for Central Catholic because I think they're really getting a good one. It's always bittersweet. It's like talking to Peyton Stovall when he took the job at Purdue. It's like, oh man, it's just it's so bittersweet because you know you feel bad that there's some kids that are really uh, getting the benefit of your tutelage, but at the same time, I know that uh, there's there's some that uh, will not be getting that benefit anymore. But I think you've done a great job at Jeff from the time that I've seen you there. I know you're going to do great things over there at Central Catholic, and uh, uh, boy, right in time for the holidays too, man. So it's like it's almost like a little early Christmas gift, isn't it? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I had a great time when I was at, at Jeff. I learned a lot, uh, you know, from Coach Chandler and Coach Cronk uh, and a lot of the other guys on staff really learned a lot. Um, you know, it's, like you said, going from college to 6A, uh, there's a little bit of a difference, but there's some, you know, there's some obviously some really good players at, at, uh, at Lafayette Jeff that are going to play at a high level, um, you know, here in the near future. So um, I, had a, I had a tremendous experience at, at Jeff. Um, nothing but love for those guys, but yeah, you know, I'm super excited to, to continue my journey at, at Central Catholic, and uh, you know I'm really excited for the opportunity to be able to step in, um, at, you know, in a program at a high level. So I'm really excited for the future. Coach Andrew Rodriguez, new DC over there at Central Catholic. I'll be looking forward to seeing you guys in the summer and the fall because uh, I think July August just cannot come soon enough. Hey, best of luck, enjoy your holiday, and thank you for making the time for us. Hey, no problem. Thank you very much. All right, that'll do it for our podcast this week, a little bit shorter. We'll be off the next couple of weeks while everybody enjoys holiday break, but excited to bring you more high school sports action in 2020. Big thanks to our sponsors, the Athlete, your specials, and team equipment and uniform since 1978. They sell all the high school awards jackets and spirit wear. So if you're still looking for a Christmas gift, just saying. The Athlete also offers game balls, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, soccer, or volleyballs, all the official sizes for your game. The Athlete 2424 Teal Road. We will see you in 2020. Have a happy holiday.